0: hi my name's lou and today i'm going to be reading the internet for you why well why not and today's what is going to be a journey to the inquisitive minds that post on the website known as isitnormal.com now isitnormal.com is kind of like a confession site or a or like a quora or you know yahoo answers or whatever you know the places where people can post a question and have other users of the site answer and also answer a poll there's always a voting poll for each one so um that's what we're reading but before we get to that as always i just want to thank everyone for asking for magnets and writing reviews of the podcast on itunes it's something i truly love to discover and send in discover as far as reviews and send as far as magnets. I do still have magnets, so if you would like a magnet, someone recently sent me a Facebook message saying, how do I get one? Well, if you listen to the beginning of the show and the end of the show, I will tell you to email me at loureads at gmail.com, and I'll send you a magnet. Doesn't matter if you live in Canada, doesn't matter if you live in Nova Scotia, doesn't matter if you live not on this side of the planet, I will send you a magnet, please just ask. And I want to thank, as always, everyone who is sponsoring me on Patreon. I super appreciate it. It is humbling and fantastic. And I had another sign up for the $15 a month uh, get a drawing thing, which has put extra pressure on me to make drawings. And it's, uh, while I appreciate it, oh, it's so much mental stress to make these drawings. But i do appreciate it and it has put me over the 100 dollars point where i said i would get another person to edit the show i'm still not quite there mentally ready to give up the baby to give someone else this to edit because i've had many offers from uh, fans of the show to edit but knowing me <laughs> i uh I get weird about it so i appreciate it i will reach out to someone i know who i do trust but uh in the near future all right enough dilly-dallying let's get into the episode as it is known as isitnormal.com. Now, this is not a forum. It is just, a page I'll just be reading the titles and also they're kind of anonymous, the questions, but the answers are not. So the first thing we'll read is from the isitnormal.com posts and a question that was posted entitled, I want to use guns in sexual ways. And it has 76% of respondents say it is normal. And the post goes like this. First off, I already know this isn't normal. I only want opinions on it. Also, I've never had any traumatic experience involving firearms. I'm a 19-year-old male, which seems strange to me because I didn't think people got into quote-unquote, odd sexual behavior until they've done everything and were older. But I have this strange fetish, to where I like to involve guns in my sexual activities, brackets, i.e. making my partner suck on the gun and other similar things. I would never dream of actually loading it, nor do I ever envision myself actually hurting the person involved. I've told my boyfriend about this, and he didn't seem too concerned, and even said that he may be willing to play on the theme, but I still have kind of a bad feeling about it. Any opinions? And Afro Boy writes, I also have a fetish with firearms. As long as there isn't a bullet in the chamber or clip, it all good. I'm never without my 9mm. Just a feel of cold steel gets me going. And Highway Honey XXXX writes, oh my gosh, you're just like me. I love guns and what you're saying totally gets me going. Four exclamation points. And Sick Bastard writes, I always thought of taking an AK-47 with a wooden stock and shaping the butt of the stock like a dildo or something. Find a private safe place in the woods, set up a cool target, quote unquote, stick it in, and blast away with a 75 or 100 round drum. 7.62 7.62 by 39 millimeter is not expensive ammo. Kind of messed up, pushing the dangerous line. But if I could do this to a girl, oh, the fun! Probably wouldn't do it, even if I could find someone willing to. But the thought is pretty hot. And Toof God writes, I've thought about putting a high caliber round hand. Can't wait. <laughs> I've thought about putting a high-caliber round hand cannon, like a fifty cal, up a woman's snatch vertically and pulling the trigger. But then again, I know it has something to do with my penis. Something I would do, as opposed to something I wouldn't. And wood is spelled like W-O-O-D. W-O-O-D. And H2O2Go writes, I was shot five times at point-blank range at a range. I still love shooting. However, hear this. Do not use a real gun. BB Mabby, however, even if, quote unquote, not loaded the gun going off in someone's mouth would kill them. I'm sure you know this, but this was how I was shot. Not during sex or other event like that, but a range officer pulled a TMP out from a display case and aimed it at me and pulled the trigger. I.I.N., yeah? Which stands for, is it normal? Should you do it? No. Use a BB gun or air gun and pay-to-play ads. Sure, it's okay as long as you play nice. I have two samurai swords and always fantasize about sticking the hilt slash handle up a pussy and taking pictures while doing it. My wife would blow a fuse if I asked her, so I paid an escort to do it and she was Japanese. It was so fucking erotic to see her pumping this long, razor-sharp sword up her pussy. It was pure ecstasy. She had the time of her life and fucked me a second and third time for free. So now any fantasize that I want, I pay to play and I live in domestic bliss with no stress to the relationship because i can't get the sex i want and i don't upset the wife by feeling like a sex pest and coda lynn writes there's really no such thing as a quote-unquote normal fetish everyone has a weird little quirk that revs their engine me i like it rough like borderline simulated rape kind of rough and anon 146 has the last current reply which is generally people are born with their fetishes i realized my love of collars when i was 12 years old Apathy emoticon. Too young to even understand why that turned me on. I do know a person that has the same fetish as you. It's also rumored to be common in Texas, but you can't trust rumors. Grinning emoticon. When it comes down to it though, everyone has their kinks. Have fun with it. The next question I'll read is, is it normal that my boyfriend likes me to wear shoes without socks? And 80% say normal. After several drinks Friday before last at my favorite sushi place, my new boyfriend told me that he has a kind of foot fetish, where he specifically likes it when a girl wears her shoes barefoot without socks. I tried not to laugh and just said that sounded fun. Then I checked to see if I was wearing any socks, lol, I wasn't. TBH, I don't wear socks just all that often anyways, hadn't for years, but he said he hates sandals? I asked him more and he said it was really specific, closed-toed and closed-heeled shoes without socks. So like high heels always good. La flats good, ankle boots good, Sperry top siders good, tennis shoes good, Keds good, etc. Ha, then he told me he would buy me whatever shoes I wanted if I would wear them barefoot. So I was like, yeah, deal. So far I've gotten two free pairs of shoes and we've only been dating a little over two months. And he asked me if I wanted to go shoe shopping again this weekend and I'm like, sure, why not? So is this normal? I've never heard of anything like this. Do all guys just like weird stuff and never tell you? And Ray B. 12 writes, uh, I mean, you could have researched. This is literally the most popular fetish, easily in the millions, probably hundreds of mil globally. And Becky 95 writes, Yeah, I had no idea. I mean, I knew that foot fetishes are a thing, but I had no idea that there was a widespread fetish for specifically girls to wear shoes without socks. Who knew so many guys were really into that? And Ray B. replies, I did. LOL. And Rose Isabella replies, Socks rule. And Nick Vay replies, used to be the style. No socks. And Sniper Moose adds, it's certainly not normal, but if you're okay with what he's into, and since you both benefit from it, I'd say there's nothing wrong with the situation. And Becky Nine returns to reply, yeah, it's hard to complain about a guy buying me shoes. Even if the new pair he bought me are giving me terrible blisters and I have to wear Band-Aids over my blisters, still can't complain about the free shoes. And Sniper Moose replies, I personally wouldn't keep doing that, at least not a lot if it were giving me blisters. But it's your body, so it's your choice. And Boojum writes, Yeah, all guys like weird stuff. It's just that the brand of weird varies. The trick is to find a guy with a flavor of weird that meshes well with your interests and preferences. If you like new shoes, then a guy with a foot fetish sounds pretty good, brackets, assuming you can deal with the other aspects of his personality. And Becky9 finishes the thread by writing, That makes loads of sense and seems like a good way to frame the issue. I had literally never thought about it quite like that. So smart. And the next thing we'll read on isitnormal.com is the statement, I scratch my balls and smell it. And 84% said it was normal. And the post goes like this. I posted a thing that said I scratch my butt and smell it. I scratch my balls and smell it too. Is that normal? And Colonel 1337 writes, I smell mine too. I scrub them every morning, but they still smell. I found out this is normal. It means you are healthy and most likely going through puberty. Your sweat glands go fucking nuts during that time. And a few years after, that's what makes the smell. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I found out this is normal. It means you are healthy and most likely going through puberty. Your sweat glands go fucking nuts during that time, and a few years after, that is what makes the smell. Hormones do have a lot to do with it as well. Some people find it sexually attractive, while some find it disgusting. Trust me, it's 100% normal. Writer's note I accidentally wrote thrust me the first time. That would have been major lulls. And KK is awesome writes You know what? I don't even know how I got here. I'm a female and I don't belong in this conversation. And Anani Poo writes, ha 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 ha, me too. I'm just wondering about the mental health about guys now. And Django Balls writes, our balls smell way better than your PMS jelly leaking vaginas, ladies. Tea bag. And Kitty Marie replies, excuse me, my vagina smells fucking fabulous. And Annie Kumar replies, I'm curious to smell it. Tongue sticking out emoticon. And Oleg writes, sure it does. And Silly Billy Chili adds, Like the shit house door on a tuna boat. Tee hee. And Yes So Did She replies, How often do you shave and douche? And Strawberry Turtle writes, Yeah, but at least women don't rape people. And XX Off White replies, Rape isn't just a guy to girl thing. Apathy emoticon, Anyone has potential to be a rapist. And Whatevs writes, Not true. Did you hear about the Russian lady who fed some dude-only Viagra for about three days in here basement? IDTS which stands for, I don't think so, which is very confusing. <laughs> and Carlito345 writes, yep, Olga and Victor, the guy tried to rob a woman's salon, but got his ass kicked by the black belter woman. Then he was tied to the radiator in the back of the salon and got raped for three days. After he was released, he went to the police and even got the nerve to tell that he was raped, LOL. And Strawberry Turtle writes, no, I didn't, but men are worse than women. Humans woo woo not be here w slash o women and always be here for you writes the same can be said the other way around and responding to the idea that women don't do this hipster turtle love replies yes they do just as often as men do and spender de la renta replies and hipster turtle love replies yes they do just as often as men do to being raped and Spencer DiLorento replies, Whoa, that is factually incorrect. Statistically speaking, men rape women much, much, much more often than women rape men. Either way is wrong, obviously. No one, brackets, whether man or woman, should be forced to do something that they don't want to do. Women raping men, 1 in 25, brackets, 4%. Men reported that they have been forced to penetrate a woman, had been the victim of an attempt to force penetration, or had been made to receive oral sex. Men raping women... One in 20 women, 5% said they have been raped at some point in their life under the age of 16. Also, quote-unquote, nearly 20% of all women in the United States suffered rape or attempted rape sometime in their life. More than a third of the victims were raped before the age of 18. Only one in seven rapes by males against females are reported. There are over 32,000 pregnancies nationally from women being raped each year. Although both are terrible, please do not compare the two or say ignorant things like, quote-unquote, as often because that is not true and curious badger asks few questions if only one in seven rapes are reported how can you have the statistic it's not reported so you don't know quote unquote." technically women cannot rape men and it's unfair to men that only they can that they (laughs) and it's unfair to men that they can only do such crimes whereas women can't doesn't matter how many rapes are reported how many are actually correct some women accuse men of rape only because they want him to be arrested there have been cases everybody knows and strawberry turtle replies no they don't and perry de Pinel pirate writes very normal i happen to like the taste of ball sweat i have even wrung them out into a glass after a hard day of work i even went as far as getting my girls vajinkas ve- sweat hmm. I even went as far as getting my girl's Vajinkas sweat, mixing it with mine, then gargling the sweet nectar-like mouthwash. Mmm. I can't get enough of it. It's so tasty. I couldn't hope to compare it to anything. Nothing in this world is so good except male and female butthole juice. (laughs) So stupid. Oh, man. Nothing in this world is so good, except male and female butthole juice, blended with Ballsack and Vajinka sweat, and a hint of peppermint. Mix that all together, blend them sweet, sweet juices, and try not to burst into sweats thinking about it in my tummy. Currently, me and my babe go to Dirty Sweat Stench Anonymous, brackets, yes, like AA or NA, DSSA. It changed our lives knowing that there are others out there like us. I continue to dink a large glass three times daily. It's better than any drug I could ever want, but yet produces similar euphoria to ecstasy. Sometimes I rub one out all over my GF's pretty little face just thinking of that minty sweet taste. We'll continue our quest for total victory over our addiction, but I am really doubtful. Who cares? It's totally normal. Much love to DSSA followers. Keep pumping out that sweet stench from your balls or vajinkus. Love y'all. P.S. Permeate putrid stench smell slash lick them fingers and mail it over. We are going to open a smoothie stand called, quote, unquote, Perry's Putrid Penile Blends. Come visit us in California. It's definitely happening. IGTG bang my babe and drank me some stenchified lip smacking goodness. Yumph. umph. Mmm, mmm, mmm. P.P.S. I'm a hundred percent serious for you doubtful people. If you like the stench, give my recipe a try. You'll never go back to just scratch and sniff. It isn't enough after you know what you're missing. I promise. Perry the Penile Pirate and Kid Cool Joe writes can't tell if trolling or genius. Hmm. And dead reaper 2073 writes, it is physically impossible for you to sweat enough to gill three large glasses in a month. And there's no such thing as butthole juice, unless you're referring to have, (laughs) unless you're referring to having a diarrhea fetish and John Boy 33 writes Love the smell of my balls after a shower I powder them brackets Johnson and Johnson After a long day at work I rub between them and sniff it like a drug you know and Mike is tight writes I lululu the smell of my balls especially after running or after a hot shower balls are awesome and the Mug brothers writes I like scratching balls, and I cannot lie. All you other brothers cannot deny. And Zelskid asks, They smell after a shower? And Is It Normal 2 replies, I spent a week without changing my underwear. (laughs) I spent a week without changing my underwear simply because the aroma became too addictive. Unfortunately, my wife discovered that I was just throwing clean underwear in the laundry bin. Busted! And Alex Awesome replies, It'd be weird if a guy brought his daughter into the change room and you were naked and rubbing one out or squatting and taking a shit in the middle of the floor about a foot away from the drain so the poo juices begin running across the floor over to it. At that point, one of the daughters runs across and slips on the poo juice and hits the wall, at which point the father runs to help, but you pounce on the situation and throw your shit at him, splattering it on his face. Then when he's blinded to kick his kid in the back and smash a chair over his chest. That wouldn't be normal. Don't even think of doing that. And Scrotum Sucker replies, I took a pair of my best friend's pants so I could smell the sweat. And Tony J adds, I have a couple of friends' sweaty cum-stained jockstraps and sniff them when whacking off. Woof, love that man scent. And Bell End writes, I think it's normal to scratch and sniff, but I think it gets strange when you want to scratch and sniff someone else's balls. And we'll move on to the next one, but that question received 264 comments. And we'll go from there to a new question on is it normal, which goes like this. Is it normal to have diarrhea for a week? And 20% of people say it's normal. And there are only four comments. But the post goes like this. It started last Monday. That was when it was the worst, and it was literally just liquid. Over the days, my stomach has still been feeling constipated. And when I go to the toilet, it is solid. However, it is not normal, and it is more runny-slash-soft, and it is in small pieces. This has been going on all week and I am not sure what could be the cause as I haven't changed my diet at all or done something. I tested it out to see if it was what I was eating by just eating one meal yesterday and drinking just water. But I still had soft slash small pieces of poo and feeling constipated. My stomach doesn't always feel upset, only when I need to go, and it's a sharp pain in my bowls, and I feel like bloated. The only thing I can think of is either I picked up a stomach bug, or it's the water I'm drinking, since I only drink bottled water, and it started ever since I've been drinking the new brand of bottled water. Should I go to the doctor's I am a bit embarrassed about talking about it, but it hasn't gone away, so I don't know what to do. I've also been eating healthy. I don't eat sugary-slash-unhealthy stuff, just fruits and veg and stuff. And the wondering freak replies in the most helpful reply by saying, Go see a doctor. No one on here will be of any help. And Arkbot replies, Get some adult diapers. And fuck IIN replies, You have AIDS and you're going to die. And Dale090898 replies in the final reply, I had liquid diarrhea for a few days after my horse fucked me for hours. And we'll go from there to another post in Is It Normal? Which starts with the question, Is it normal to have problems with a drug gang? And 33% of people think it's normal. When I was young, my life was great. I was healthy, active, and vivacious. When I was about 12, a girl who I think was on drugs tried to befriend me. I stayed nice. A few other new people wanted to be my friend. I noticed they were clingy. I found out they were huge drug addicts, and they don't like everybody anyone quote-unquote better than them they don't like. I disconnected myself from all of them. Then they made rumors about me. They snuck around my house, and I think they might have even snuck in it. They would try to tell their new gang friends about me and actually ask them to beat me up. If I didn't know any better, I'd hang out with someone else in their gang and get used to make drug deals or stolen from I was threatened and told to get quote-unquote pictures out of my head. I was told to die. These people have all done heroin and cocaine. They did LSD, shrooms, and meth. Bath salts is another one. I caught them in my yard at night more than once. (laughs) I heard them outside my house. I wish they would go to jail. Is it normal to break the friendship and still have harassment for like years and years? And old memory, which is I believe a tag when someone removes their account. Writes they're heavy drug users. Just wait until they eventually fall asleep in their house or whatever. Creep in and kill them with, <laughs> and kill them all with a hammer. The cops will find a bunch of splattered bath heads and go quote unquote Oh well, this is obviously a drug related killing and never follow up in your direction. And Rose Isabella writes I'm not the OP and I'm not mad at him. I like his style to be honest. I just don't want the consequences of killing junkies. I totally understand why people would want to kill them, especially considering how they like to steal and beg for money, which they probably won't be using for food. To be honest, I've also hit one with my car, brackets tapped him with my front bumper, and I was more annoyed with him that hitting and killing him would ruin my life than scared that I might've hurt him. He was on his bicycle and drove out in front of me out of nowhere. He wasn't hurt and just yelled at me with his corpse face. Rosa Isabella replies again, I appreciate your point of view. I probably wouldn't kill anyone, not just because of my fear of incarceration but also and much more so my fear of hellfire either way and even if there was no afterlife I wouldn't want to live with it on my conscience nevertheless despite having stated all my misgivings I still appreciate your point of view as hardcore drug addicts are in my opinion dregs of society the walking dead I'm happy if they get help sober up do the whole 12 steps thang and go on to become productive members of society but my heart doesn't bleed for them especially if they are criminally inclined towards harassment and theft so I guess I'm a little torn but I still figure let them destroy themselves. This is a clusterfuck between my emotions and morals. Vivo el gato! And Bugs for Breakfast replies, The hammer idea is pretty good, but if you don't want to kill them, you could just think of a way to report them without them knowing it was you. Just be very careful they don't know you, NARC, because drug addicts are vengeful. If they're coming in your house, you should get a weapon and defend yourself. Then if you kill them, it will be in self-defense. I've never had to deal with anything like this. Maybe you'll get lucky and they will kill each other. Go to prison or OD. And Rose Isabella replies, again, Oh, I'm not the OP. I just don't like junkies. I lived near Las Vegas and I never knew what a tweaker was until I moved here. Now I can spot them on sight. I guess I just got a kick out of Tommy the Cat's post. I have moral reasons for why killing would be wrong, but I can't help but think his post is funny and as awful as it might sound to some bleeding heart types, I don't have any feelings in my heart for them. My emotions tell me it would be funny to pick them off with a shotgun, like in that last scene of quote-unquote Night of the Living Dead." And Avant-Garde replies, Since when has a situation like this ever been normal? I'm sorry that this has been happening to you. Why haven't you told someone like the police or your parents? Can't you file a restraining order against them? Or better yet, move far away? And Geneva 5 replies, Die, drug fucks! And Truth Teller adds, That is not normal at all, bro. Stop asking stupid questions and get help. Contact the police ASAP. And we'll go from that thread to a new thread in the... Is it web pages? It's hard. It's not a forum. Anyway, to a new question on the Is It Normal p- page, <laughs> on the Is it page. And the question is Is it normal when I discover someone is a Scientologist? I think less of them. And 84% of people said it was normal. And the question goes like this. Is it normal whenever I find out that someone is a Scientologist, I think less of that person? I don't feel different about people when I find out they are mainstream Christians or Jews, nor do I feel differently about Buddhists, Hindus, or atheists. Basically, I just naturally feel a sense of disappointment about a person when I find out they are part of something like a cult. Something inside tells me they are weak-minded, untrustworthy, manipulative, and that it's best to keep them at arm's length and, if possible, stay away. And the Gypsy Sailor writes, Scientology is not a religion. It is a brainwashing cult. It was started as a joke by a science fiction author and took on a life of its own. He laughed his ass off all the way to his grave. Who could maintain respect for anyone who believes in something that was started as a joke? And Gora Into Desi Gals writes, I think less of people whenever they follow any religion. Blind faith is irrational. And Timbo227 writes, When someone subscribes to something that is so blatantly a Ponzi scheme, yes, it is normal to think less of them because they are either A, a dumb sucker, or B, an exploitive megalomaniac. And avant-garde replies, I would too. I'd also be wary of them or anyone else I found out was in a cult. I don't care if the cult is considered to be benevolent or whatnot. A cult is still a cult and the gas man cometh writes all religions started out as cults and they're all ridiculous just because millions of people end up believing the same crazy story doesn't make it any less contemptible and sweet bird adds most of the stuff people believe about the weak-minded stupidity or whatever of cult members has been proven false by the science of psychology most of them are just like us and like us are swayed by the culture we are in the people we are with or admire and a need to belong Even so, I admit I am dismayed at times only because I know I will have little in common with someone I might have to be around a lot or who might have influence over me like a boss. And Splashy adds, I like Tom Cruise, brackets, understatement. He's into aliens. He's a class act. Little Tommy Toucan, brackets, I hope he doesn't read that. Only joking, Tom. Mission Impossible, OMG, Jerry Maguire, OMG, Rain Man, Ditto, Interview with a Vampire, OMG, Three Good Men, OMG, even the last one in Asia, still good. Oh, ahem, he's okay, grinning emoticon. And anonymous post author writes, yeah, he's a good actor, but he's batshit crazy. Johnny Depp, on the other hand, is a great actor. And splashy ads. I know he is. My fave is him on a skewer in Pirates too. So funny. An anonymous post author adds, yum. And I Heart You 2013 finishes the thread by adding, I would worry for them, but I would not think badly of them. We all need something. God bless. And that post has negative one thumbs up. And the next question on isitnormal.com is posted by a a woman who wrote, I hate what my boyfriend has done, but I can't be without him. And only 22% of people thought this was normal. I am 25 and my boyfriend is 42. About 18 months ago, my boyfriend and I had a big problem. I fell pregnant and we had only just got together. It was too soon to have kids and he said that he hasn't set his heart on having any more kids, but he may change his mind in time. He already has two from his ex-wife. So it was decided to have an abortion because I thought the more time we spent together that he may change his mind. After that was done, my boyfriend sprung on me that he is getting a vasectomy. I begged him not to do it as I want kids, but he did it anyway. Now I want kids and now he is saying that he never wants kids. And if I do want kids, then I'll have to leave him. I explained that it'll be different with me because we love each other and I'm younger and I want a little mini him for me to love. He says he's too selfish, brackets, and I agree, but I don't want to leave him because I love him. I'm going to see a therapist to see if I can snap out of this, but I need some advice and was wondering if anyone else is going through what I am. And Coolio adds, you guys are (laughs) not the rapper, or maybe the rapper. You guys are way off on different life paths. Hardly surprising, your ages are way apart and you want different things. If you want children, the answer is obvious. You need a different man. And Millie Fulee writes, he's such an ass and you shouldn't have gotten that abortion. (laughs) And Payne123 adds, so you killed your baby because he didn't want kids? you're an idiot i hate people like you who think it's okay i'll just abort this one and maybe later i will have another one or i could just abort again until he's ready now look at yourself you killed the baby for no reason and pixie dust replies she needs help not criticism you asd and asd is just three keys in a keyboard that people type as kind of nonsense and avant-garde What an asshat. If didn't get the abortion, you'd still be able to have his kid. Leave him and move on. And that chick 28 writes, What a shitty situation. And don't worry, this happens all the time. I know an older couple where the woman wanted to have kids so bad and she's 43 and still says she's gonna leave her man to go have kids, but we all know that won't happen and it's all because he doesn't want kids. Go be happy with someone your own age and have lots of babies. And Sweet Sherry writes, you're pathetic. You murdered an innocent human being. Life is so unfair. There are women out there that would sell their souls to get pregnant and you killed your baby because you're weak. Your boyfriend made you choose between him and his unborn child. He tricked you. LOL. You're probably going to split up sooner or later because he's never going to give you kids. Now he's got to be the most selfish guy I've ever heard of. And you think you can't be without him. Wow, you're a total idiot. And Helen Judith writes, wow, you're 25. You have so much ahead of you. Your man sounds like a douchebag. If you want to have Healthy babies in the future find a younger man. As a man ages, his sperm isn't going to be as potent. If you stick with this douche, you'll have a higher chance of having autistic children. I'm not trying to scare you, but I've been reading about that stuff in textbooks. Just imagine, if you want to have start having kids at 35, he's how old? 52? He's not going to have the energy to help you raise a family. And GG1986 writes, Thank you for all your comments, and you're right. He is an ass and I'm leaving him. So thank you for taking the time to help me out with your advice. Smiling emoticon. And we'll move from there to a question posted on the Is It Normal page, which goes like this Is it normal to be a drug user? And 48% of people believe it is normal. There are some people out there who plain just don't understand normal things. Why is it that when someone smokes pot, drinks alcohol, or even does a harder drug like smoking heroin, that they are immediately a quote unquote junkie? People use these extreme words and they are just ignorant and need to keep their little opinions in their small heads. I lead a completely normal life, I have a great job, I have a 3.2 GPA, and I love my family and friends. I absolutely love my life, but you know what? I smoke a little heroin. Yeah, it's bad, but that doesn't mean I'm a quote-unquote junkie. As soon as I get on this website, people blast away with their harsh words because apparently they've never experienced real fun or true love. They want to take it out on others because they feel like they're so much better and deserve to be in front of me in line of, (laughs) and deserve to be in front of me in the line of life. Why should they deserve the last seat in the emergency rowboat? I'm not looking to hear I'm a junkie once again because I'm not, but I want to know if it's normal to be interested in things that make you feel good, whether it be drinking a little more beer than other people, or even looking forward to smoking a chunk of H when I get off work. This is normal, right? And lost surfer ads. Wow, these people are harsh, lol. My opinion, beer and weed okay. Heroin might be a bit far, but whatever floats your boat, it's your life, not theirs, right? And Chester777 writes, thanks man, some people. Beer and weeds, where it's at and Harry Potter's writes If your life is so good why do you need to something as dangerous as heroin for kicks and Jim Bob 101 writes Why would you want to get high off it if you love your life my life isn't so great so i used to smoke crystal a lot but if i loved my life so much i would have never wanted to smoke and smoke and get high so i don't really see why you do just stick with bud it'll decrease your chance of dying and it's fucking bomb and random jelly ads eh Sounds like something a weak mind would post. Or a junkie. And Pharrell writes, For God's sake. Some people should think before they comment, Dude, it's completely fine as long as you're happy and have it under control. It's everyone's own decision what they want to do to themselves, and everyone knows there's a risk to get addicted to drugs. Some people get addicted and die. But other people do it for a long time without any problems and are still successful in life. You're not a junkie. Society doesn't have a clue about drugs. An AnnaMeow writes, I'm confused on why you posted if you already knew most of the answers. And it does, replies, because he wants attention that he's a junkie and wants to seem cool. And how am I not myself, replies. But what do you get out of it? Can you experience the same feeling while sober? This is what so many people fail to realize about quote-unquote drugs. They are a crutch. They help you feel quote-unquote normal and are all acceptable for a time. But if you don't know how to achieve quote-unquote normalcy without the aid of drugs, this makes you a quote-unquote junkie or at least an abuser of drugs. And smoke opium, you fool. It's far cleaner. And Sunday Girl writes, the only reason peeps think drugs are wrong is that a group of people swayed by religion, personal experiences, the era at the time law was passed, etc., decided drugs were quote-unquote bad. Look at alcohol. Illegal during a time known for its prudence. Legal when time started looking up and being prosperous. It has the same danger to health. Dangers like impaired driving, robberies, prison time, high prices... Danger of getting caught? Unsafe disposal of items used doesn't help. And Creative Chaos adds, I grew up with a dad who was addicted to tar heroin. If you have kids or plan to, you are a junkie and a loser. Fix your mess up, kid. And it does finishes the thread by adding, Aha, look at the retard thumbs downing all the comments. What, did you expect everyone to think you're cool because you take drugs? And that post has minus one thumbs up. And from there, we'll go to another question posted on IsItNormal.com, which goes like this. Is it normal that I think about puking on someone? And 37% of people thought it was normal. Sometimes when I sit with someone, I come up with highly detailed scenarios about me barfing over the person I sit with. I thought it's really weird. And Tori adds, I used to play pretend of throwing up on my Husband. He said I made it sound real that he had to check his clothes, but to do it really? naw. And Lion vs. Wolf replies, Well, I don't do it on purpose. It's like an inner brain fart, grinning emoticon. And Mm hmm writes, I have puked on someone before. And Old Memory adds, Lol, I can sort of relate to your story, except I do it with sneezes. This is what I do sometimes, and you could try it too. Wet your hand, go up to someone and pretend to sneeze. Brackets, of course, make it a realistic sneezing noise and splash the water in their face. The face they make will be utterly priceless. And Miss Kira adds, I threw up on my baby once. And Lost Angel finishes the thread by saying, Well, if a cute girl asked me that, I'd let her try. And we'll go from there to a new question, which goes like this. Guys, would you care if your girl made out with random Guys. And the question goes, if your future girlfriend slash wife used to make out with random guys at bars, would you think less of a girl if that was the case? I've heard guys talk about it. Some say it's completely fine because everyone has a past and as long as they're faithful while they're with you, it's okay. But other guys say that would make her a whore or that maybe two guys is okay, but more than that is bad. This worries me. I feel like some men respect us women to be sort of innocent, unexperienced, pure girls when in reality we can do and have fun and sex just like guys. I've spent some casual night with guys idk how many 15 to 20 guys and i don't see it as a big deal i think it's unfair when guys act like girls can't have fun like we have to control ourselves or something anyway would you care if your girl had a past also feel free to share your opinion thoughts whatever i really want to see what you think the results are not available But the choices are, I'd like it, it means she's experienced, I wouldn't care, everyone has a past, I wouldn't like it, but it'd be unfair to complain since I do it too, I wouldn't care, slut, it depends, brackets, how, I'm a girl and I think, comment. And La Uva Mojada writes, I'd say as long as you don't have STDs and your vagina behaves as quote-unquote low mileage, then you're golden. Although I wouldn't recommend being 100% honest. Just don't get caught lying. Else you're fucked. You don't want to undermine trust. And Violet Trees adds, Having sex doesn't actually permanently stretch the vagina. There's no such thing as a vagina that quote-unquote behaves as low mileage. And La Uva Mohada writes, that is true, but I wasn't necessarily meaning tightness. Some vaginas get, quote-unquote, tore up from the floor up. For example, if you're familiar with, quote-unquote, blue waffle, lol, nasty. You want the opposite of such a thing. I guess my wording wasn't ideal. And Quintari adds, just making out? If the guy's being that judgmental about a kiss, he's a douche. If he's being judgmental about her sleeping with lots of guys, then he better have only slept with one or two himself. And Shackleford96 writes, I wouldn't really care, but the differences in our experience levels would probably be a dividing factor in our relationship unless she was very patient with me so that I could learn with her. And Kalili writes, There's not much to learn in sex. There are just four basics, oral, vaginal, anal, ejaculation. And Variara 13 writes, Amen to anal. And Dis Thing writes, But what about hand jobbing? In what category does that fall, huh? And Killili apologizes, Yeah, very true. I forgot about it. And Dis Thing adds, How could you? frowning emoticon. And Fico Kitty writes, I am a girl. <laughs> I am a girl. That being said, I've only been with three men. This is not from lack of offers. I guess I'm semi-old-fashioned. I'm a pagan, so not a religious thing. My first was a man-whore. I was with him for a year. He was faithful the whole time. Brackets. Abusive but faithful. My second was a one-nighter with a free end. The third was a virgin when I got to him. Was with him two years and he wasn't faithful. Statistically speaking, men who quote-unquote had fun before marriage are less lickly to cheat, whereas women who have are more apt to cheat. And Rick Balls writes, The wife of one of my friends was telling me what her dating strategy had been while we were at the wedding reception for another friend. She told me that every woman needs to experience a quote-unquote slut phase, and that was when she was 28 years old. She had only been with two men. However, her female friend advised her to sleep around, so she went ahead and slept with eight different men in one year. She seemed proud of the fact she had slept around. And Paradiddle writes, Making out and actually having sex is completely different. If I knew that a girl simply kissed a lot of guys, I wouldn't mind it at all. I would avoid trying to find out though because if I did, I might find myself wondering if she compares me to other people. Either way, that is harmless. Now, if a girl had sex a lot previously, then that would be a problem. I haven't yet, but if and when I do, it'll be once or at the most twice. Hopefully, that second time will be with the same person. I don't find it attractive if I knew that she had sex over a dozen times before me, though. With sex, you just can't say the past is the past and refuse to judge someone because unlike being a bad person and suddenly being good, having sex in the past means you could have caught something that you can now share, and that isn't desirable. You can get something from just one trip, sure, but I'd trust a girl more if she only did it once or twice at the most. And Kit291 writes, I'm not sure how to write this without sounding like a bitch, but here goes. Carrot be our carrot, carrot be our carrot. I've been offered sex more times than I choose to remember, but luckily I was smart enough to know not to sleep with them and wait for a guy that doesn't see me as a skinny blonde that they can just have sex with for the night and then never see me again. I've been with a lot more girls than guys and in my experience, I know my past isn't good and I don't think it should matter about someone's past as so long as it doesn't come back to bite you in the ass. My BF's past has popped up a lot and I wish it hadn't, but I can't change that. I can only hope he keeps picking me and we carry on being so happy. Carrot be our carrot. Carrot be our carrot. Don't let someone's past be the reason you break up with someone or don't give someone a chance. As long as they're faithful, that's all that matters. And 1,000 year vampire king ads. Key term used to, so I don't care. Long as they did not rape, sexually touch children, or murder someone for money or whatever. An anonymous post author adds, I really like your answer. And although there are many other people on this website asking if something is... Normal or not. We'll finish with this classic theme. And the question is Is it normal? I kissed my mom. And it goes like this 48% of people thought it was normal. Before you judge me, Please take the time to read the following. I am now 20 and my mother is 41. Suffice to say, she has been and is a providing caring mother. My parents split up when I was 15. And I am still unsure why. Brackets, that's another matter entirely. From that point onward, I finally realized how attractive my mother is. I could always appreciate her beauty. But hormones amplified the aesthetic effect. Of course, I never said anything. Dated girls my own age, scored highly in school, and lived a platonic life. Fast forwarding to the now. And my feelings have not abated a cent surprisingly i still fantasize about my mom despite the sexual experiences i have endured brackets i say endure because the girls were typically hung up on other issues i.e status erratic standards lack of trust and other unnecessary hindrances that spiral relationships downward into hindrances themselves my mother despite her charming character has not dated recently we keep tabs on each other as i do not live with her and she is simply frustrated with her previous relationships unsurprisingly we share the same qualms we share the same open-minded yet forward-thinking person <laughs> We share the same open-minded yet forward-thinking, decisive personality. My mom and I are, in a sense, sexually deprived. She is, quote-unquote, suffering more than I for some reason, brackets, women reach their sexual peak at this age. She constantly comments on my looks and personality as I do hers. And we, quote-unquote, fight about how ridiculous our current Partnerless situations are. In the end, I give her excuses, she gives me excuses. I came over this weekend upon her request for quote-unquote quality time, brackets, she was very cheery about it, as if she was a teenager again. I bonded with her rather than my hapless father years prior. Friday night, I decided to take action. I kissed my own mother. It felt so good because I did it passionately. She smiled innocently, hugged me, and told me to be careful what I wish for. Thenceforth, she has been complimenting me more regularly than she normally would, even for the smallest things. Last night and today, she has been walking around merely wearing her panties and a normal-sized t-shirt. Before I leave in a couple of days, she wants me to watch a movie with her in her living room. She said she felt like snuggling and being in the presence of someone she quote-unquote knows she can trust and bounce ideas off of. What do you think that means? I thought I had always been there for her, and I do not think my feelings are normal. I do not think what I did was normal, and I do not think her acceptance was normal. I am juggling my options. What should I do? And am I normal? Brackets, brackets, quote unquote, normal enough to not be considered mentally depraved? Snuggling with her in her recent brackets, I assume since I have seen her in her panties in the past, taste in dress will cause obvious problems, bracket erection. And Katie Liz adds, sort your head out, Asterix, hopes is troll, asterisk. And Old Memory adds, one of the... 84,216,258,537 quote unquote I like my mom stories on this site. And Emo Toy Bunny writes, I still think this is gross, even after reading the whole thing. She's your mother! It's just so wrong on so many levels. And old memory adds, the more you let it go on, the more normal it will seem. I understand when you're in the low places, you're probably more prone to do things you usually wouldn't. Seek help for these thoughts. Someone has to take the lead and stop it before the snowball rolls bigger. And Kit Kat's Rules writes, asterisks, blinks, asterisks. Well, honestly, I don't feel disgusted at all. So I'm gonna answer this as an impartial party, mentally. I think you're stable as anyone else, but are you quote-unquote normal in the eyes of society? No, you wouldn't be considered normal at all. I think you could pursue a semi-normal relationship with your mom. Everyone would just think you like older women. Brackets. What you'll do about family, I have no idea. And Cassandravel writes, The way I see it is, you came out of her vagina. You shouldn't fantasize about being in it. But who is anyone on this site to judge you? You do what you feel like doing, and if your mother feels the same way that you do about her, then all the power to you. If she doesn't, maybe you should talk to a professional about the feelings you have towards her and work through them. There might be a more serious problem at hand. And Norm adds, I think you are a bit too eloquent for a 20-year-old horny guy. I say fake. And Pie Men writes, That's disgusting, seriously. Quality time is good, but when it gets to kissing... I'm assuming with the tongue, then that's just messed up. She gave birth to you. She raised you. It's just not normal to do stuff like that, brackets, except the quality time. That's good. Is this even considered incest? And Peregrine adds, I can tell that you honestly are seeking help, and I appreciate your honesty. As others have said before, I do believe that you and your mother are just lonely and sexually deprived. As human beings, we need physical contact. I know that if I go too long without someone touching, hugging, or kissing me, brackets, I'm not even talking about sexual stuff here. I get really upset. Feelings start welling up inside me about people that I would never think twice about in a quote-unquote normal state of mind. For example, I'm a straight female. However, in college, I was painfully lonely. I was away from my family, I didn't have any friends, and I never had a boyfriend. I started clinging to my female roommate. She was in the same boat, so she clung to me as well. It sounds really silly to say this now, but we had quote-unquote cuddle time. We would take naps together in the same bed and spoon or snuggle under a blanket and watch a movie. Again, we are both straight, but we absolutely positively needed human contact. Feeling so very deprived of it. I feel as though you and your mother are clinging to each other in the same way, and to follow through with those feelings in your compromised mental state would be a huge mistake. Essentially, your mind is playing tricks on you. I would recommend a candid conversation with your mother, therapy, and you should both amp up your social life. Get out, meet people your own ages. She needs to date, and you need to date to satiate that loneliness. Please give us an update on the matter. I would love to know how you are doing. And Marianne Ann 555 writes, Feelings of incest for mom are a quest for unconditional love. Perhaps you were dropped by someone you adored or a relationship went bad for what you feel were silly reasons. I have fantasized about my son, who is just 17 years younger than me. I got pregnant when I was in high school by a casual boyfriend and almost decided to abort my son. My feelings of guilt, tied in with a quest for unconditional love, had caused me to fantasize about him sexually, especially when my husband is away on business. I fulfill my fantasies by having sex with young men. I have discussed this with my husband as we keep no secrets. We role play in bed, and I often pretend to be his mother and him being my 17 year old boy while daddy is away it is fun but don't go for the real deal it can destroy your mom if she is not on top of her own psychology flirtation and warm kisses are fine if you keep it a special secret though don't cross that line and brad 101 finishes the thread by writing i am an only child and my dad passed away when i was young my mom and i have always been very close i kissed her the same way it just happened we let it lead us to where we are today." We moved away to a place where no one knew us, and we are a couple, happy and in love. Might not be normal for some, but we love each other. Well, what do you think? Are any of these people normal? Meh, I don't know. Some of them, maybe. Another in the internet's weird places where people can just write a weird question, and have weird people answer them. Why are people drawn to these sites? Who knows? I forget what search term brought me to this site, but it was something very dumb. But it still has been around for a long time, I don't know how active it is, but uh, if you ever have a question where you're like, I don't know, is this normal? Why not go here and get half a dozen, two, two dozen unhelpful comments? (laughs) IsitNormal.com, a weird site i have no idea why it exists but it does man i read it for you oh uh i think my favorite part of this episode was the term sex pest and certainly as one myself i'm glad there's a name for it (laughs) anyway thank you for listening to this episode of lou reads the internet for you i hope you enjoyed it and as always If you like the show, tell your friends about it. I'm sure you already have. But why not continue to bother them about it? Say, have you listened? This one is a particularly non-offensive one for the most part. It's just interesting things. Not anyone degrading themselves too much. Uh, I know some of you are super evangelists and that's so awesome. But if you haven't told your friends about it or you you particularly enjoy an episode, why not share it with them? Um, It's also great, as I've probably mentioned in the past, for playing on long road trips when you uh, want to torture the people in the car with you, yeah. So, thanks everyone who shares that podcast. Thanks for everyone who writes reviews of the podcast on iTunes or wherever it is that you write reviews of podcasts. If you do such a thing, all those reviews do help it come up on uh, in iTunes and uh, the other many other sites that suddenly have popped up that also serve up podcasts it's kind of a great time to listen to podcasts because there's so many places to get them and there's of course gajillions of podcasts but at the same time it's maybe diluted the pool of where people get their podcasts who knows anyway as always as i say at the beginning thanks for all the patron patrons it's fantastic i love it Um, i really appreciate it i'll be sending out those drawings soon and if you want a magnet, I still have magnets and email me at Loureads at gmail.com. Some people just don't listen to that part and send me Facebook messages saying, how can I get a magnet? It really couldn't be simpler. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's going to do it for this episode. My name's Lou. This has been Lou reads the internet for you. Is it normal edition? We'll see you soon. Bye bye.